Welcome to Boothin. Let's set the tone with a little music. feeling good before i know you're feeling good now uh because we are boothing y'all uh this is a freestyle hip-hop comedic storytelling podcast which marries all the elements and splats out a little off the top freestyle baby at the end uh for your listening enjoyment the way i do that is i edit the pod down a little bit i make some index cards with topics that are discussed in turns of phrase and then i uh kind of you know, I chew them up like like a mama calf, you know. I make that freestyle cud for you, and then I just spit that split splat on you, and, you know, get a little nourishment, maybe a little head nod. Maybe you just see someone else getting that split splat in the get-get, and you're like, ugh, that's disgusting. But, you know, in the words of uh, Lil Wayne, I'm still here. So you thought I was going to say ill. Um, and, you know talk about still being places that ain't always a bad thing uh because this is episode 12 i'm super hype uh this is that dirty dozen yeah i don't you know and then next week it's the baker's dozen i like the idea of the baker's dozen because we all know you know uh chef boyardee was saving himself a little ravioli on the side you know he was popping on and i remember when i used to think uh spaghettios with the meatballs were like you know high art i remember as a kid you know they didn't they didn't always say spaghettios were just like uh like the entrails of a, you know it's kind of like how they they cut all the the undesirable elements of the animals and create magical nuggets uh spaghettios were just kind of like you know pasta hoofs uh, thrown in some tomato paste and they had that nice tinny uh metallic you know, overtone and spaghettios really are kind of like a, a fine wine. You got to pair them with an appropriate beverage, like a Mondo, a Twister, or a Kool Aid Slammer, or uh, you know, even perhaps uh, one of those jugs, juice jugs. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, then uh, you probably are uh, slightly healthier for it. Uh, we used to. This was before the uh, the great diabetic awakening of our ever free and ever fat country uh they used to have these things called jugs that look like barrels and uh you would like slam the straw on them if you're lucky if you were like the littlest brother then uh you know your your siblings would just all take the straws and then you'd have to uh, peel back the foil like a chump and just be going straight you know barrel to lip like some sort of some sort of dagging sugar fiend and now they make them sugar free but uh, you know, I guess what I'm saying is we got the sauce, baby. And, and I, I thought them SpaghettiOs were the bomb because when they came out with the meatballs, uh, you know, I wasn't even thinking about how, you know, spaghetti's like the entrail left over, the lips and hooves of, of pasta. Uh, but, you know, who knows what's even in those meatballs. Really, um, looking back, I mean, it almost looks like kibble, you know, like kibble and 
kibbles or something uh but hey uh you know i'm talking down on it but um my roommate brooks and i listen to the podcast and he's probably geeking out right now because he used to call me uh a nickname that has my government in it so you ain't gonna get that from y'all y'all but it involved being a chef boyar something or other chef boyar y'all y'all because I did go through a pretty microwave heavy uh, phase. I was also like the Guy Fieri of, uh, you know, I don't know how else to put this, but it's kind of gross. But I would make ramen and then I would like fry it in uh, corn oil. <laughs> and I always wondered why I gained weight in college. But, um, hey, you know, speaking of gaining and losing and making a pound and holding it down and losing a frown while you jiggle around. I've been... uh. Staying pretty true to my goals. I have this uh, three three days a week gym goal for January. Uh, been keeping up with it. I think I was dehydrated today, actually. Um, you know, I uh, uh, I'm a procrastinator. I've said this before. Uh, I, I'm in the pros. I'm top league. I went, you know, maybe like uh, when middle school you start actually having work, uh, and then. You know, that's like uh, you go to high. So middle school is kind of like Pee Wee. When you go to high school, it's like you're in the uh, the farm leagues, the minor leagues, the triple A's or whatever. I don't know. You know, I don't know anything about baseball. It's America's pastime. I ain't got time for that. Unless it's them uh, Kinston Indians that I grew up near. And I, I think now they're called the, the Wood Ducks, which is significantly, uh, you know, less. uh tasteless i guess i don't know i guess they just weren't making as much money as the redskins so i guess they had to switch it up also i think they farm out to a different team now anyways uh you know i just i haven't always been this fancy i'm but i'm the procrastinator baby i I hold off until i get with it and um you know it's there's certain giveaways uh kind of like i'm sure like if you're you know an alcoholic there's certain things that you can catch the vibe from other individuals that you wouldn't always know and uh, and i mean i'm not speaking down on anyone and i have a i'd say i have a pretty addictive personality just uh you know judging from my relationship with food and i've been known to have a drink or five from time to time but um you know try to be aware of that stuff but you know procrastination signaling really comes down about this time of year uh so the first dead giveaway, you're you have Thanksgiving curl around, and uh, you you got friends who just start scrambling for plans. Maybe they live far away from their their family, or you know they get into some sort of spat, which is a great word for just a, a hoot and nanny hollering time of a of a miserable argument. And, uh, and, you know, and then they're scrambling. You're like, all right, I see you procrastinating, trying to come up to the big leagues. Then comes Christmas. Uh, now, the 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 people who aren't procrastinating prior to Christmas, they're like, you know, before even Black Friday, which I'm is like my guilty capitalist pleasure. Just like, you know, I feel like Neo on Black Friday. Just I lean back into the chair and I have mouse just, you know, jab the the capitalistic matrix wire right into my neck port. And I'm just like, you know, I'm like Johnny mnemonic, just surfing through, uh, black Friday deals and cyber Monday. And, uh, you know, 
and they're like how many deals is he gonna hold and they're like he's got five megabytes in his brain because five megabytes was a lot you know five megabytes was a uh i mean you know somebody said that's a hill of beans five megabytes was like five hills of beans back in the day i remember uh when i first started to download music um i just missed the napster issue with uh lars getting all mad about and i guess i get it you know you've been making something people are buying and then people just start stealing it uh you know if i was selling podcasts and then y'all started ganking them for free i guess i'd be a little salty but hey you know no point in being that himalayan pink salt daddy when we live in an economy of excess so anyways my point is five megabytes was a lot back then which brings me back to my ultimate point of procrastinating if you're gonna download something you couldn't procrastinate if you wanted to have uh you know the new uh i remember like when eminem dropped uh when i was really getting into this whole shebang battle back in eighth grade uh, i remember i got an advanced copy of the song my band which is actually i guess a d12 joint um and Whew. I mean, I remember playing it for my buddy at the time, Terry, and uh, and I I felt real. I mean, this was like pre MP3 player, or at least they way they were out of my access point. Maybe the iPod like just dropped. You know, the click wheel, the classic, that heavy brick, that that self defense listening device that doubles as a pair of like, you know uh silicon valley brass knuckles you know they were invented because brass knuckles are illegal in cali so if you just if somebody tries to you know steal your wallet or your purse or you know your satchel you just deck them with that ipod because you'd have to have it in hand it'd have to be close we didn't have bluetooth tech back then all right <clears throat> but anyways uh, i remember showing my buddy terry the song my band and he thought it was so bad he actually legitimately didn't think it was an eminem song he thought i was lying to him um, which I think is pretty funny. Of course, I'm, I've been a fanboy of them, and I'm going to get into that a little bit later in this podcast, but let's round back around to the procrastinating point that I'm trying to make here. Come Christmas time, you know, some people have their shopping all finished, and that's pretty fire, but you, you start to identify, you know, you see those other, the bat signal, you know, of procrastination starts to flicker in the air coming like the weekend before christmas and now a real i mean a real like i'm a pro procrastinator but there's you know god tier procrastinators those are the people who uh who wait till the day of christmas and that's like you know when your long lost father shows up um with you know like a truck store <laughs> like a like a truck stop uh tractor trailer with uh like a i don't know like a sheets <laughs> like a sheets memorabilia tractor trailer and uh something he won out of the claw machine and uh, like a pre-used dvd that some of the gas stations used to sell now those are uh, i don't want to say god tier but i mean they've really pushed the wire and you can tell they're they probably really get that adrenaline pumping like as they're you know as they're driving like what's open I, i'm gonna let johnny down and then you know they see a gas station that you know if, if the gas station don't even have availabilities you might just end up uh with some like you know they might i hate to say they might like stop by the hospital hospitals are always open uh, and dip into that lost and found 
hey, uh, I left, you know, I left my sunglasses here. What what color are they? Uh, they're they're blue or uh, black. They might have been red. I don't know. Uh, check for my AirPods too. They uh they got like earwax on them, you know. And you know that's you know it's procrastinating. It's like it feels good till it don't, you know, until you run down the wire, till you disappoint yourself or disappoint someone, you know. And I know I'm going about a million miles a minute because I am caffeinated, my dude. I got them beans jumping in my beans. So this year's really a time for procrastination because what you realize, okay, is uh, you you have your over-accomplishing buddies. And actually, maybe I shouldn't even say over-accomplishing because it sounds demeaning to the fact that they actually do what they're supposed to. Uh, but like, my buddy hit me up and he already has done his taxes. Now, granted, he waited two weeks, which, uh, and actually, I'll just say his name. What up, Hauser? Shout you out, dude. He makes the show art. Uh, and he is one of the earliest supporters of the pod and y'all, y'all related art in general. And he's been my boy since way back. And I've known him actually for uh, a dozen years now, speaking of episode 12. But, uh, and again, big props to him, but he ain't a procrastinator. You know, you're going to, you'll find those procrastinators come mid April. When, uh, you, you know, you'll see people complaining about, you know, TurboTax chipping that cut off the block and, you know, people just start to realize how much money they're not getting back uh, or they're flexing, especially people with kids. You know, you get them sick tax breaks. Um, I can't complain. I mean, you know, if my ends were, you know, a jacket, I'm able to get it zipped up. Them ends me. You know, if it's a if it's a relay, you know, the baton gets past hands. Nothing's dropped in between. But I mean, who doesn't want a little bit of extra? come tax time so you know you know who your procrastinators are come this time of year but uh you know I, it's weird because i'm a procrastinator in some respects uh academics i've gotten a lot better actually uh, as i've gotten older with academics i'm uh, in some college classes right now for uh, a job related certification go pirates <clears throat> but you know i'm also that you know that premature pow pow, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm that preemie. I'm that uh, I'm that early bird getting the worm from time to time, uh, and and what makes me think of that is it, it it comes to laughter. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm just a very uh, audio minded individual. I've I've had a couple friends point it out. Like if we're in a store, I'll just I'll be like, oh, that's that song, you know uh playing and it's in like a loud supermarket and i'm able to just kind of like hone into the frequency of of music and just let everything else fall to the wayside and uh, i've been with buddies and they're like you know i didn't even notice the music or couldn't tell and i remember uh i had a when i first got to college really is when this started to happen and uh, i was had some friends and you know, one of the requirements for being a college town for housing is actually it's a, a known fact that your walls cannot be above a certain level of thickness, uh, because at that point you're not able to develop the uh, the sociological maturity that having to deal with loud neighbors comes with, or uh, you know, and also same with the the ceilings. You know, they make those paper thin on purpose. Uh, must be some new tech because t- for you to mature and, and deal with the uh, 
the pressures of the workforce, you know, uh, of balancing life, wife, kids, job, hobby, who, whoever has those anymore. Uh, then, you know, you got to be able to, to sleep through uh, somebody sounding like they're, you know, sounding like uh, Ryan Gosling and drive in the elevators, stomping that dude's head in just like right above, uh, you know, your, your ceiling. And uh, and I remember I I've been that loud person before too. Um, <laughs> I remember somebody above, not above, below my buddy. Uh, they used to hit the the <laughs> ceiling with like a broom. So you we'd be pretty loud because I mean we're just a bunch of nimrods. I ain't afraid to say it. And then you'd hear you know. And at first you wouldn't even think about it because you probably have like slapping bass. This was in the golden era of like infecting the, the audio enjoyment of others with that of dubstep. So, you know, and if you were listening, if you, this was when dubstep was fresh, I mean, you know, that, that little bad boy, I don't even know there's life left in that genre at this point, but back then dubstep was like, a, uh, you know, it came over. It wasn't like a baby. I had to compare it to a baby. It was more like a dog, you know, by the time dogs were like two or three, uh, they're ready to rock. So dubstep came over and it was at a full trot. And so I'm sure I made many people miserable uh, with by throwing on a Rusco or excision or Skrillex or scream or, you know, whatever. Uh, and so they used to just bang that roof, you know, but, uh, man, I'm talking circles around myself today and I haven't even gotten to all the stuff on my list here. Let's see what else we got. Oh yeah, but premature laughter. So, um, I have this ha- really terrible habit of like laughing at a joke. I don't, I'm just feel like I'm really paying attention to what they're saying in a movie, and so I'm laughing like as soon as they're saying it. I I will probably miss a million visual gags. Uh, the cinematography goes, you know, right under my head, back under my feet, and trips me up like nothing. But uh, I'll start laughing, and then it's this bad habit I've noticed for, uh, especially if I'm chilling with, uh, you know, people who got some years on them, you know, some uh, well-weathered humans, some uh, some vintage, that, you know, that vintage flesh bag hitter, you know what I'm saying? And uh, And I laugh over, like, I start laughing, and then they can't hear the joke. So then someone we're with has to repeat the joke to them, and then I've just destroyed the whole element of humor or enjoyability. So, you know, I got that premature pop-pop when it comes to laughter, uh, which is interesting because when it comes to a lot of other things, I'm, I'm kind of late, you know. I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I'm that, I'm that public transport in America, baby. I'm running late, except, except actual punctuality. You know, I had to... I had to nip that in the bud. When you're in college, it's like, I mean, first of all, I really didn't work in college. I was part of a scholarship program that required minimal amounts of, uh, you know, volunteering. And I used that as an excuse to not work. And I just never put two and two together that these student loans would uh, actually end up being due. And I think a lot of kids don't, which is, you know. But, um... Yeah, I just, you know, I was just a wild man running on my own time. And then you hit that point if you're running late for class. I used to chill with Bob, you know, shout out to ukulele Bob. Uh, you know, 
one day, if and when I start having guests, uh, he'll end up on here. Um, just got to figure out this solo thing first. But uh, we'd be, like, running late, and it, we'd reach a point, like, once you're 20 minutes late to a 50-minute class, you're like, you know, what's the point? <laughs> what am I even doing here? And it was real bad because we used to have this uh, recitation. Uh, no, it wasn't a recitation. It was just, a, like, a lecture class. I probably had mm, 200 kids in it, something like that, 150 to 200. And so we would meet up at the uh, the class before it would start. And then we would bolt, like we'd get up and leave because they didn't take attendance. Or maybe it was one of those classes where uh, they took like attendance, you know, twice a year. And if you were there, good. And if not, it would affect your grade modestly. But, um, yeah. And then like once I got to the workforce and I realized like I have, you know, had jobs where people are relying on me to be there, um, you know, I, uh. I taught adult uh, immigrants English for a little while at a community college. And uh, it's just not cool. You know, it's one thing when you're like running late to Panera, which is still uh, a douchey thing to do because, you know, shift change, people want to get off uh, or, you know, you got to prep for the next shift or whatever. But like once you have people who have taken time out of their day to come, you know, be a part of what your job is and then you are unprepared or running behind the wire uh, that really kind of threw some hair on my I'm a little nitwit chest and uh and once I was able to you know grow enough of that mature nitwit chest hair and kind of braid it together I just tug myself forward uh you know and just hold my chest hair closer to the time and the destination that I had to arrive and so I'm much better about punctuality, but with deadlines, you know, you've heard me talk about it before, and I really don't want to talk about it too much more. Speaking of deadlines, uh, there, there's this story about a dad who had a two-year-old kid outside, I believe it was his son, and a coyote uh, started to attack the kid, or like it bit the kid's jacket. And, um, and this dude, you know, he was not procrastinating. He, he was quick to the gun. Cause I saw, <clears throat> oh, that's pretty inconsiderate. Anyways. Hey, yo, them, them burps was moist, son. But, uh, so he killed the coyote with his bare hands. All right. And he strangled it basically, but not quite. Like I thought the headline says strangle. And then I was like, I got to read a little bit more about, about this right here. And uh, dude, he he pinned down the the coyote. I keep wanting to say dog for some reason. He pinned down the coyote. He held its muzzle, which uh, you know, muzzle is just a raw, raw, raw. You know, you got muzzle loaders. You know, a muzzle is actually a device used to hold a dog's mouth closed. We used to have to put on my my dog Lucky when he wanted to kill the little kitty cats we had just gotten. Uh, but he held the dog by the snout. You know, kind of like uh, Steve Irwin would would hold a crock by the, you know, right by the jowls, get right right under the gills of that boy and just, whoo! And uh, so he held its snout closed, and then he pinned it down with his body weight and literally suffocated it with the own, you know, I mean, using gravity and his body weight. 
And I mean, I tell you what, that's that's brutal. That uh, that parental instinct, uh, that uh, you know that. I mean, I guess I get it from a practical standpoint. I mean, the kid is, you know, you see these mothers with amazing feats of strength, uh, or you know, willingness to go the extra mile to protect their child. I mean, you, you know, that that little that little yeah, boy gesticulates for like nine months. You ain't gonna waste all that time. And kind of going back to what I was saying about downloading music. I mean, you know, if I wanted to watch a movie. I mean, I remember I, the first movie I ever downloaded was Scooby-Doo, baby. We're talking, oh, I don't know, two weeks, maybe, running dial-up nonstop. Two weeks. Uh, maybe a little longer, but I believe about two weeks, maybe a week and a half. And once it finished, you know, I wasn't going to waste that gesticulation. And so I started to watch it, and I knew instantly. This was, like, right when uh, the concept of, like, bootleg uh theater stuff came into my life because that seems like a city thing you know that you'd see like in movies guys in the corner with all the you know the movies that are in theaters well we didn't have that and so the internet became our guy in the corner so all the time i spent gesticulating the scooby-doo live action movie was not about to be wasted just because it was cam quality people are walking in front of the camera coughing you know chewing popcorn uh like as if it's their last meal you know, as if they're Jesus and the boys, uh, Jesus and the, the posse, that insane disciple posse, all sitting on one side of the table, just getting that last hitter in there. And uh, I wasn't going to waste it. Just like this guy was not going to, I mean, on, on top of the practical love of it, that's his his bloodline, you know, that uh, the altruistic evolution, uh, trying to carry that you know, his genetics onwards, his namesake, uh, is something deeper than reason. So he strangled or suffocated that coyote with his bare weight. And I can imagine like, it's the crazy thing about reading that article is, you know, there's someone who legit like felt bad for the coyote. There's someone out there who's just like, really? Couldn't just scare the coyote away. And what kind of, and you know, I feel for the coyote in one sense, because it's not like the coyote really wanted to attack the child. You know, it was just instinct. It's like I had this dog, Lucky. He was a stray. He was awesome. He followed my family home. Great dog. If you knew me as a kid, you knew Lucky. Um, but my sister would let him go over to our neighbor, Franz, who she was a, such a sweetheart. And maybe I'll have to talk about her in a, a separate pod sometime. But she was this older woman. She had survived cancer. A uh, real sweet, sweet woman from uh, West Virginia. Big, tall woman, too. Probably about six foot three, maybe. You know, and this was, like, after she shrunk a bit. And uh, my sister would let her go over next door because Fran's yard was fenced in. And, you know, one night, my, uh, my sister goes over there to practice some speech. She was in high school at the time. Uh, my sister's super smart. Maybe one of the smartest people I know. Not maybe, definitely. She uh, she graduated high school at like 16, I believe. Could have been 15, but I'm pretty sure 16. And so she lets the dog over there, and uh, I, I like, she comes back to the house. I'm trying to remember exactly. I don't think I was there. She came back to the house crying, and what happened, basically, uh, and we, we went, went back over there to comfort her, is my dog 
Lucky, our newer dog, he was running around, you know, as dogs do, tongue probably slapping him in the eye and, you know, getting all the the joyous sense that that Eastern North Carolina has to offer. And before my sister even knew it or could do anything, that little bad boy, that little, you know, strutting mutt, that little, you know, muzzle guzzler, he found a stray kitten. And before anything could even be done, and thankfully she didn't try to get between them, I mean, he had picked up the cat and gave it, I mean, you know, it's like uh, he gave it one good shake. You know, some people, when they shake your hand, it's, it's one, it's a firm grip. Uh, some people, they linger. They put their arm on your elbow. They kind of lean into you and try to make eye contact more than I'd really care because I'm bad at eye contact. But no, dog, he had that firm mouth handshake, and he gave that kitten a, a flip-flap. And, I mean, I'll tell you what, it didn't suffer beyond the initial bite. Um, and But, you know, my sister was, like, conflicted because she's always been a cat person. She loves animals, uh, and I love animals too, but... It was like, you know, this new dog that we love killed her favorite type of animal, which was a cat. And, um, you know, it's instinct. You can't, I don't know, you can't blame the dog for doing what dogs do. I mean, I guess you could blame the dog, but I'm just saying it ain't going to do you much good. Uh, it's kind of like these people who uh, are feigning outrage uh, towards Eminem for his new album. Uh, now, granted, I've kind of became more aware, uh, just getting into the the podcasting sphere, of uh, how Twitter is like a uh, a cancerous echo chamber. Speaking of which, follow the Booth and Pod Twitter, B O O T H I N underscore Pod. That's Booth and underscore Pod. But um, you know, I the Eminem dropped a surprise album this week. Now, um, I'm not gonna get into reviewing it too much. I do personally enjoy it, but I'm an M stamp. My uh. My Eminem fandom can drink beer and, uh, you know, and buy jewel pods now. I mean, it's I've been bumping M for like 21 years now. Uh, that was like, you know, one of the first things I uh, one of the, the first types of music where I kind of look around and try to make sure my parents couldn't hear what was coming out of my little uh, over the ear dollar store jaunts that I had on me. But um. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, you know, it's his instinct to just make people mad. And you create this echo chamber. Uh, you know, if his first album, Infinite, was just like a, an acoustic guitar strummed um, and he didn't get the response he wanted, then he kind of amplified that chord uh, through the gain up and, and started to create feedback, a little, uh, you know, disharmonious uh, skin crawling vibe, that, that slim shady you know, evil alter ego. And with each album, you know, he created a greater sense of outrage uh, until on Encore, he's like, you know, puking into the toilet over how sick his ex makes him to, uh, you know, latter career where he's just gone so off the rails that it's like songs about being a serial killer and relapse or, you know, it, where he just hates like, you know, even it, he hates all he hates parental figures so much on this album he had to hate his stepdad even he uh, kind of ravaged his uh you know his relationship with his mother and he talked enough about his father that now he had to 
transfer over to the stepdad, which he did talk about some in Relapse. Uh, I don't even know if he had a stepdad. But anyways, my point is, with each album, you know, he turns that gain up until, you know, now the uh, the uh, phenomena of Eminem is just like, you're poking the bear. It, he wants you to get mad. Like, the best thing that you could do if you're not an M fan is to not talk about him uh, because, you know, you're not going to get much accomplished. Uh, M fans, I mean, and I'm talking, a lot of these people on Twitter that I was seeing, uh, you know, these clickbait articles uh, quoting these individuals, they they seem pretty young. They probably have just known about Eminem, like in his, the heyday of his uh, Call of Duty core, um, you know, River of Mountain Dew flow era. Um, his lyrical, spiritual miracle, I guess that's why they call it window pane, uh, cornball beat, um, you know, tortured, uh, mutually, verbally, and physically abusive love song era Eminem. Uh, and I'm not, you know, whatever. I guess I am making excuses for him because it's art and it is what it is. But I guess what I'm saying is uh, somebody tweeting, trying to get the hashtag uh, Eminem is canceled off the ground because he talked about the Ariana Grande um you know, bombing. I mean, dude, he was talking about, you know, he's talking about Columbine. He, I've listened to Eminem, uh, Ravage, what, uh, Clinton, Bush. Oh, he didn't really attack Obama. But I mean, I've listened to Eminem talk about three presidential, uh, people disparagingly. Uh, four, four, I've listened to four presidents worth of Eminem. So my point is, you're not gonna, you know, just don't talk about it if you don't like it. Uh, you know, and I do like it. So, uh, if you, if you had any doubts about it, go ahead and, uh, check that out. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get this freestyle plibbity plopping. Uh, thank you for listening to Boothin episode trip zip 12. Uh, I believe I'm going to call this episode, uh, split splat. So, uh, let's cue it up and stay tuned after yeah, for yeah. the, uh, the credits of a couple Woo. other little announcements. Hey, trip zip 12. What the hell? Hey, split, splat, kick, back, break up, little flow off, kick, cat. Oh, y'all might have lost his mind this time as I open up my hat from the top. I pull these rhymes, I design different time schemes, even if I try to get it back. Or these podcasts, rhyme freestyle things, you know I'm gonna do my thing. Off of the top, freestyles about these topics, what I sing. I snap your neck just like my dog, one shake with a Don't trip, white car Used to get cups flipped Used to play pong of the beer variety Meaning that I understand we are desirable Meaning I got this fire flow And I talked about my past in college procrastinating Even if I had a deadline I would get off enjoying it every minute of that time This time I could never take it back I had these seconds, maybe I just tech that your mind I'm so sick that my whole flow ought to give your mental dental. Psychiatrist isn't me. 
So if you get afraid of this little bee, then it drops on the teeth. Even if I got this toothless gum flow, these mother people know Dumbo with my big ears, my big headphones got me roaming, Joe Roman. I gotta feel like Jackson Homer and I. All right. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Boothin episode Trip Zip 12 Split Splat. I am y'all, y'all, the man behind the mic, the mind behind the flows. But none of these flows would be possible without the support of the fantastic artists who collaborate uh, lockstep alongside Boothin. At the top of the show, you heard self help self-help uh you can find links to all the content in the show notes uh, right now you are hearing exercise for the outro music self-help and exercise will be playing february 2nd at gravity records in wilmington i'll definitely be at that show so come out and support um the freestyle instrumental came from wet flex 300 one of my favorite youtube producers again check them out in the show notes uh just kind of cool announcement here um i don't know what you're doing this friday uh january 24th but basement house is having its last show uh at the house i think they're moving into a uh, a nomadic you know show lifestyle uh, and looking for a permanent show space for uh, diy all ages music but uh this last show is going to be a banger uh, my buddy sheem og is going to be performing and actually y'all y'all is going to be on the ones and twos or really just the ones the play button but uh i'll be playing the role of uh hype dj uh and shimo g is going to be debuting some fantastic music i believe also exercise will be at that show uh be sure to check out the boothin pod uh instagram at boothin underscore pod that's b-o-o-t-h-i-n underscore p-o-d um, if you have any thoughts, comments, or instrumentals that desire to collaborate, etc., please email them to boothandpod at gmail.com. And the simplest way to share the show, aside from uh, just directly you know, posting it to your story or sending a link, if you don't know what someone's platform is, uh, then link www. Actually, I don't have to say that anymore. Just go to boothandpod.com. And uh, that's a link tree that'll get them wherever they need to go. Anyways, uh, until next Wednesday, just in time for your commute shortly after the hour of six. This is Boothin, and I love y'all. I can't wait to do this again next week. And I can't wait to be hearing from the Boothin crew that we have out there. Uh, Only last thought, looking for a name for the listeners. so if you come up with any uh, anything, you know, it has to be natural. I, I can't really come up with it, though, because, you know, I'm the guy behind the mic. Uh, so you got that set of ears you've been lending me. So, uh, so you know, ruminate on that and holla at your boy. We out.